Hi, everybody. My name is Pat Hogarty, and welcome back to California Real Estate Finance, Real Estate 320. Today happens to be show number 23. And uh, the last time that we met during the last show, what we did is we talked about or started talking about uh, CalVet financing. In fact, what we had done is we talked about different types of government programs. We talked about FHA. We talked about the VA loan program. And we started talking about the CalVet program. And if you remember back to that discussion, I mentioned to you that mo in most cases, most of us, Today, when we buy our first home, at least our first home, if not our second or our third, we may very well be using one of these loan programs to help us buy the home. Uh, uh, today, we're going to be covering CalVet, which is uh, a program that's available for California veterans. And I'm going to kind of step back and go over a little bit what we did the last time because I know we were getting pretty close to the end. The other thing I'm going to be doing today is I'm also going to be talking about some loan programs that are available for first-time buyers, and uh, I'm going to show you some examples of uh, a couple different cities that have programs that will assist buyers in, in the form of a down payment and getting their first home. One of the things that I'm also going to be stress, stressing during that period of time is I'm going to be talking uh, quite a bit about a, an organization called the Home Loan Counseling Center, which is a nonprofit organization who performs or puts on educational programs for people that are going to be buying their first house. And what's important about it is this organization, You, if you want to get one of these low-down or no-down home programs through various types of cities that I'll be talking about, one of the requirements are that you have had completed these training programs. So I'm going to be talking about those. I think I'll be showing you where there are certain low, uh, places where they happen to be located and how you can go about signing up. And again, uh, I think that's really important. I think what I have today is I'm going to show you two different cities. Uh, one happens to be UC Davis and the other one happens to be uh, Roseville. Uh, these happen to be available for a lot of different cities like Citrus Heights, Sacramento City, so we'll talk about those when I get to that point. And what's also important about this, these government programs is that we can sometimes do something called layering them. And what that layering concept means is that we have a core part of the program, which may very well be somebody like a CalVet program, that's going to provide some of the financing, and then we may have another program that may be able to come in and help with the down payment. Normally, these programs, the one restriction that they do have is they're normally restricted due to the level of income that you make. So anyway, I want to go over that. I think those are very, very important parts of the programs, very dynamic, change on a regular basis, and you really do need to keep them up. That's why it's important to be in contact with the Home Loan Counseling Center. So anyway, I'm going to go back through again very quickly about the uh, CalVet program, where it started from, talk a little bit about how the program works, a few other things that are in the program, then I'm going to be taking you to their website and showing you where you can get some additional information. So I'm going to be moving over here to my old friendly document camera. And uh, just again to reiterate what we talked about the last time, so you know historically where this came from, very, very important. And I'll reread this again. It just says, in addition to the type of government-sponsored financing is available to California, or I'm sorry, an additional type of government-sponsored financing is available to California veterans. 
1921, the California legislature enacted the California Veteran Farm and Home Purchase Program, which enabled the California Department of Veterans Affairs to provide eligible veterans with affordable financing to purchase homes or farm property. So that's what we talked about the last time. Went in a little bit further than that so you know where the money comes from. It says the funding for the program has been provided since the program's inception through the sale of general obligation bonds and revenue bonds. The bonds have always been repaid by the veterans who participate in the program, and thus there has never been any direct cost to California taxpayers, which is a wonderful program when you stop and think about it. We just had an election. And one of the things that when you read the ballots and they talk about bond issues, there's always like, well, we have no idea whether there's any kind of financial impact <laughs> to his taxpayers. This really doesn't because it's a fully self-supporting program, great program. Originally, the program was restricted to veterans who were born in California. Due to recent changes, the program has been vastly broadened. And it's very, very important that you keep up on these programs. You find out as years go by, they continuously are broadening or changing or trying to include and be of more service to different types of uh, veterans, if you will. Eligibility for CalVet. Okay, the most important change to the new CalVet program is that all veterans, all veterans who either live in California or who plan to live in California are eligible, meaning that if you have a vet that's currently in the service, maybe in another state, you know, such as New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, whatever, but their intention is when they move back or become discharged from the military, they're going to live here in the California, they can start the program. Anyway, this is a big one right here. It says no prior residency requirement. There is no prior residency requirement. And any veteran who moves to California may qualify for a home loan. Number two, both wartime and peacetime veterans are available. Very important. You know, so if you have a vet, for example, that happened to serve during that period of time between, as we usually say, between the war times, between uh, Vietnam and the Gulf War, between World War II and the Korean War, between Korean War and Vietnam War, that's a different eligibility. Here, either one of those will satisfy that requirement. Um, loans may be obtained for outright purchase, rehabilitation, or construction. Okay. Going down from there, there's a few other things I want to mention here. It says there is no monthly fee. There is no fee for monthly more for, I'm sorry, for, let me read that again. There is no fee for monthly mortgage insurance. There is no mortgage insurance fee if the down payment is 20% or more, or if the veteran has a 10% or more disability rating. Very, very, very important fact, extremely important fact. Uh, I happen to be somebody that has a disability that's related to the government or related to service-connected disability. Okay, there are a number of people that have been veterans that have either been wounded or hurt while they were in the service and have, have a VA disability. If this happens to uh, involve one of your clients, your clients will know that they have a service-connected disability. And they also will have the paperwork, all the documentation on it. Very, very important. So what's essentially saying here is that if you are 10% or more disabled, you can have that fee waived. Very critical fact and very, very important. The veteran will also have to provide a VA certificate of eligibility. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. 
what they basically are doing is, is that because of the fact that it's going to depend upon you having proof that you were in the military, you're going to be providing the same kind of information that you normally would if you happen to be getting a regular veterans loan through the Department of Veterans Affairs. So what that means, and I'll show you in a minute, you're going to have to have, the veteran has to have their DD-214, which shows, as I mentioned the last time, this is a piece of paper, 8.5 by 11 sheet of paper. looks like a form that's been filled out that gives their name, what rank they were, where they served, uh, if they served in a war zone, what kind of a career they had when they were in, whether they were an aircraft mechanic, a tank mechanic, a rifleman, what they did. And we all know that have been in the military what the DD-214 is. So what you need to have is in order to, in order to get this thing called the Certificate of Eligibility, you have to fill out an application, and part of that application is submitting a copy of your DD-214. Okay, and that's stuff that needs to be taken care of, if you will, as soon as a veteran is even thinking about possibly getting a home. You can have this certificate established, and that cuts down on the processing time, if you will. It helps out a lot. So anyway, I just wanted to emphasize that was important. Uh, a couple other things that they mention in here um, that I think is important to point out is that uh, if the veteran needs help in, ra in, in raising the down payment, I'm sorry, if the veteran needs help in raising down payment funds, CalVet participates, keyword participates, with community housing agencies to provide loans for this purpose. So later on when I start talking about those programs that might be available through uh, cities such as Roseville, uh, Davis, Sacramento, that have down payment assistance programs, it means you can blend these two together, okay, just so you keep that in mind. It's one of the tools you can use. After that, they talk about broker origination. It used to be that you had to go and go to CalVet, and CalVet did everything, and you had to deal with CalVet. What's happened with a lot of these government programs is that they have switched or given the authority or more authority, if you will, to loan brokers or, loan, or you know, real estate uh, loan um, originators. In other words, like we're talking about the countrywide funding, the Viatech, uh, uh, people such as possibly um, Wells Fargo or Bank of America. I'm not sure whether they're necessarily that involved in the program, but I do know companies like Viatech and Countrywide Funding are. Uh, so anyway, what's important is that you can go to those people and they can give you assistance in the program. Okay? So very, very important. Going on from there, it says, effective March 1st of 2001, veterans were allowed to originate their loans through a certified CalVet brokerage firm. CalVet allows certified mortgage brokers to receive a 1% loan origination fee. Brokers who wish to participate in the program must comply with the following requirements. And probably what's going to happen is if you become a loan broker or you become a loan person, your company is going to be approved for this, and they're going to be asking you to go through some training so that you understand how it works. But it says here, bro brokers and loan officers must attend a CalVet lending seminar conducted by a CalVet personnel. That's number one. Number two, CalVet will only certify mortgage brokerage companies, not individual loan officers. So in other words, who gets certified is the company. Okay? Your company is certified to do it, but then your people that are originating the loans also have to be not certified but trained. 
okay? Number three, the company must sign a CalVet mortgage loan broker agreement and send all their loan officer personnel to CalVet training. Number four, certification is conditional until the company has originated at least three CalVet loans within 24 months. At that time, certification becomes finalized. So it's sort of like... Um, Learning to fly an airplane or something where you have to have a certain amount of, you know, cross countries or a certain amount of landings or, or do something until you finally have had enough experience doing this. So then, therefore, you then become certified or licensed or trained, if you will. And again, I want to mention to you that anytime I'm mentioning these time frames, these years or whatever, this is all based on the fact that any of this is subject to change, either become much more liberal or much more restrictive. Okay, very, very important. Uh, a couple other things in there uh, that you need to be aware of. It says only loan officers who work for certified mortgage brokerages and have attended the CalVet training are eligible to receive the 1% loan origination fee. And um, I'm looking down here. Previous individual certification obtained before March 1st, 2001 is now invalid. So they're just showing if you had that before. The point is you have to keep this thing up. You have to find that. You're going to find out in the real estate business that uh, it is very, very important that you are continuously going to training. These programs all change, and, and, and CalVet, along with a lot of other organizations, recognizes the fact that you need to be kind of going back again and finding out what's the most current stuff. So very, very important. Uh, I just want to show you right here in the book, they have a picture of the CalVet website, which we will go to in a minute, so that you will be able to go there and get more information. Uh, if you forget how to get here, you can just go to Google. Well, first of all, you're in the class. It's located in the Blackboard website. But if you forgot how to go here, just go to Google and uh, Google it, if you will, or as President uh, Bush calls it, the Google, okay, <laughs> But just go in here and Google and put in CalVet Home Loans, and it's a state organization, so it looks just like the DRE website or the, you know, or the uh, DMV website or whatever. They all pretty much the navigation looks the same. So we'll go all over that in a minute. Uh, they do show here on this page that there is a package that you would receive in working with CalVet that you would have to fill out. And uh, I highlighted this little bit here, and again, this stuff can change, but I'm going to sort of blow this up, see if I can actually get it here on the camera and read it to you. I think it's about as big as I can get it here on TV. I may have to go down a notch. But um, anyway, I'll just read and so, so you know what this is. It says, this package contains forms and instructions for uh, obtaining a CalVet loan to purchase a home. If you are planning on purchasing an existing home, you will need these forms, plus you will need to download the CalVet loan application form package. So this stuff is at the website. And the CalVet loan life and disability coverage package. That's one thing that's unique about this is that CalVet loans have, and again, have where you and again, I would have to check on this. I'm not sure based on previous what we call medical problems that you may have. But typically, CalVet also requires the vet to get a life and disability policy, okay? 
Uh, if you are planning to build a new home, you will need to download the construction loan supplemental package of forms and instructions. This supplemental package contains the instructions on which forms from which the package will be needed. So this is just a, a set of documentation that's explaining to what all of the stuff you need to do to fill out. Okay, And it goes on here. It has a lot of different things in here, a lot of information. There's a lot of different pages. Uh, what I'm going to do is just pull out, extract out a couple of things that I think are important for you. Uh, first of all, let me see if I can get the right page here. First of all, contained within the set of documents that you happen to have in the book is uh, something I'm going to show you at that website so that you're familiar with what the current amounts are. But this shows you what the loan programs are. It shows you what the current rate is. Okay. It shows you where the money is coming from, the source of bonds. Okay, so it's showing you that it's coming from the qualified mortgage bonds, revenue bonds, or general obligation bonds. It's showing you subject to income and purchase. So, and then down here it's talking about wartime service required, if it is or it isn't, yes or no. And then the loans available. Okay, and it gives you the loans available. And down here is giving you, according at least to the book, the different types of loan programs and different types of amounts. And again, this is something that's always changing. So we're just giving you an idea that there's a box here that has some information in it, basically. But it's giving you the maximum loan. There's a CalVet VA, a CalVet 97, and a CalVet 8020. This is the property type, okay, so it shows you that this would apply to new and existing homes, including VA-approved condominiums. This would be new and existing homes, including VA-approved loans, so on and so forth. This shows you what the down payment requirements are. This shows you what the funding fees are. This shows you the loan origination fees and other requirements and in this particular case, VA certificate of eligibility for full entitlement, okay? And I would say you have to have that for, you know, proof of that for any of them. Uh, one thing that CalVet curr currently does not do, not to say they won't do it in the future, but does not do at this time that I am speaking, is that they do not do refinancing. So what I mean by that is, for example, if you happen to have a home that you bought maybe several years ago, and maybe your idea is that you want to refinance the home because you think CalVet's a better deal, as I speak now, CalVet does not do that. And what's interesting that I find in, in the reading and the research for that, and I haven't really beat down why this is restricted, but basically it's, it's saying it's because of the fact that the Internal Revenue Service restricts it. I have not gone back to do the rest of the research, but it's not necessarily CalVet is apparently restricting it. It's something to do with the Internal Revenue Service. And as time goes by, I would... Uh, uh, Look that up and uh, find out why uh, or do some more research on that. But it is, that is apparently what is restricting it. Uh, what I do want to do, see if I have anything else in, under CalVet that I want to show you before I go to their website. Uh, I'm just taking a look right here. Okay. They do have a picture in here just so that you're aware of this, of the certificate or the request for certificate of eligibility. And we've talked about this before on the VA loan. It's just the fact that what's happening is they're using 
the Veterans Administration certificate of eligibility is proof that you have met all of the service requirements. And you may say, well, why would they do that? Well, it's because it's the VA, the Veterans Administration, that has all access to all of that information. So they'd have to go to the VA anyway in order to get it. So that's the reason why they go, they have them, they're going, they're having you go to them to get the certificate and then provide it to them. Okay, so we've already talked about that. They also use, if you'll notice here, a loan application, which is the, uh, if you will, the, uh, if I can put my glasses on here, make sure I get the right form. But this form looks very, um, very much like the form that we talked about, the standard Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac form. It's kind of interesting that, uh, you know, once you create a document that collects information, you're really not necessarily going to change it very much. But this is asking you, if you will, almost the identical format to the uh, Fannie Mae 2003, uh, to Fannie Mae 1003 form, okay, or the, I think it's, and it's the Freddie Mac form 63 or 65, same type of a form, same type of information. Again, very important that you're, you, you know what that looks like to help your client out. So they have a copy of what that application looks like here in your book. And again, you can get this information from the website, okay? So we have that. And let me see if there's anything else in the chapter that I would necessarily need to talk about or show you. This happens to be the um, application for the uh, disability and life insurance, okay, application. And... One thing that's interesting about this, and uh, I have known several vets that have had this coverage that for whatever reason became disabled and could no longer make their house payments. And what would happen is that this program kicks in and starts making the house payments for them. Okay? So uh, I have known, I have known several people in which this is, this this, uh, this thing has worked. The whole idea is, is that it's a way to make sure that if the vet does become disabled, cannot make their payments anymore, it kicks in. It covers life and disability, by the way. Okay. So uh, that's the application for that. And uh, let me see if there's anything else in here. I think that's it as far as that chapter goes. Now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the CalVet website. I'm going to bring this up here in a minute. And I'm going to show you, it's, of course, under your website links. And I'm going to go down here. I have several websites I want to show you. And what I'm going to do is go to the CalVet website. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and maximize the screen. I'm going to see if I can change the size of the text, which I believe I can. See how it looks on the TV. See if I can do one more notch without affecting anything. Let me see if I can go one more. I can go a little bit more. Okay. First thing I think I want you to notice is the fact that the navigation for the website works exactly the same way as the Department of Real Estate does, the Department of Motor Vehicles does. They all do. All websites, for whatever reason, got together, state websites, to make it easier. So, of course... Over here on the left-hand side is your uh, Cal uh, California Department of Veterans Affairs home site about them. Frequently asked questions, 
Okay, so if you have some questions and you're looking for the answers to them, frequently asked questions, they're going to be listed here. Okay, all listed down here. And uh, if I go right to here, I think it's right here. Wait a minute, I have wrong link. Let me stop, stop, go back. It's right here. Okay, I think that thing is working. Yes. So, here if you have questions, you know, simple questions, you know, like, am I eligible for a CalVet loan? They will give you the information on that underneath the frequently asked questions right here. Okay, so it'll tell you, uh, you know, wh what those answers happen to be. Next question, am I, uh, I need a copy of my DD-214 to apply for the loan. And it'll tell, walk you through on what you need to do in order to get that. Okay. I am currently in the military and currently on active duty. Can I apply for the loan? Yes, you can. It's not uncommon, for example, for a number of us. Uh, for example, when I bought my first house, I was in the military. And I actually was not only in the military, but at that time I had become a California resident. Uh, I had taken the time to actually register a car, vote, pay my state income taxes, and do everything here. So I was, while I was in the military, I was, uh, had, you know, become... Have, had left or decided to give up my New York <laughs> citizenship or New York residency, if you will, and become a California resident, okay? And uh, many times vets will do that too because they plan on living here and they also plan on wanting to go to school here when they retire. So that's another reason why. Uh, I am currently on active duty and due to be released soon, can I apply for a loan? Yes, and it'll tell you what the process is there that you need to go through. Uh, next thing, can I refinance the home that I currently own? This is the answer right here. No, you can't. You must apply for your CalVet loan prior to taking title to the property. If you are constructing a new home on property that is already owned, you must apply before the home is complete and certify uh, occupancy. Certi certificate of occupancy is issued, meaning that your final building inspection has been passed. That just tells you no. It doesn't tell you why. It just tells you no. Uh, further research that I had done had just said that there's apparently something to do with the CalVet or to do with the Internal Revenue Service. There's some kind of a, a restriction on that that causes that to happen. I haven't had the time to look that up. The point is, though, right now, no. The answer is no. The important point about it is that if your client's intention is to get a CalVet loan, what this is really trying to ad address here is to say, wait a minute, before you buy the home, with the idea in mind that you're going to later on get a CalVet loan, you can't do that. What you have to do is you have to apply and get the CalVet loan to originally purchase the house. You may say, why would anybody have ever gotten themselves into that? Well, in some cases, the timing, in other words, trying to buy the house and get the CalVet loan set up and approved all at the same time can sometimes be difficult or has been historically difficult. It's not as difficult as it used to be. In fact, it's pretty straightforward now. But it used to be difficult. In other words, they used to have like a list. Uh, in other words, you, your name would go on a list and then your name would go up the list as to whether you got the loan as they got more funding. So things have gotten a little bit better. And the reason why they've gotten better is because there's less competition for the CalVet loan than there was in the past. Okay, the CalVet loan is pretty much on par interest rate-wise with other types of products, and that's the reason why. 
Uh, it does tell, talk about the CalVet loan uh, interest rates, okay, and we'll talk about those in a minute. Uh, is there a penalty if you decide to refinance your CalVet loan with another lender? The answer to that is lender uh, on loans do not have prepayment penalty, so you, there is no such thing as a prepayment penalty. Uh, is CalVet a fixed interest rate or interest rate is fixed or, uh, I'm sorry, is variable fixed? CalVet loans are not fixed. So you want to read this. It says CalVet loans have always been had a variable interest rate. Although historical, historically rates have not been changed often and the rate is not tied to an index. All loans used prior to 1999 are required by law to have a minimum interest rate and if changed, must, change, must all change together. Loans issued in 1999 and subsequent years have been rates that are used set based on the cost of the bond funds and the market conditions and have a cap on the interest rate of 5%, uh, not 5%, but half a percent. Okay, so it can only move up that amount. Okay, half a percent over the life of the loan. So that means that the life of the loan, it can only go up 5%. Okay. Uh, what is the term of the CalVet loans? Right here, they tell you that they're 30 years. Okay, if you want to pay them off sooner, you can. Uh, right here is another question that you would see. Can I borrow the down payment for my loan? Uh, yes, you can borrow the down payment provided your income is sufficient to handle the monthly obligation of the additional, uh, in addition to the CalVet loan itself. Okay. So what I want you to get out of this is the fact that there are a lot of questions here that are really, really helpful. How the loans are processed, uh, how they're different, uh, how, do, how do you make payments, um, uh, how do I make and when do I make the payments, they tell you that. So everything is listed here as far as frequently asked questions. They do a really good job. Another thing that I want to show you here that's at the CalVet website, and I'm going to go back to the original opening. Uh, let me see, go back one more. Okay. Um, you can, if you want to, apply online. Okay. And when you apply online, what's going to happen is if you click the thing, you can, uh, they have, this is protected with like a username and a password. So there's different categories when you apply online. They, are you applying as a veteran? Are you applying as a licensed real estate professional? Uh, real estate agent, internet access registration form, CalVet certified mortgage broker. So how are you registering for the site? If you want to be, if you're registering as a veteran, then what you have to do in here is you have to go ahead and establish uh, a username and a password. Okay, so they talk about that, okay? And you can find out where your, uh, where your um, if you will, your uh, application is in the process. Uh, the other thing over here I wanted to show you, last thing, CalVet loans, insurance valuation. I'm looking for uh, the uh, current CalVet current interest rates are right here. And this is a PDF document that's coming just like in your book, right, right here. So these are the interest rates. And, of course, they, uh, this looks just like what you saw in the book. This shows you that this is 6.5% effective, 7-6-2006. Uh, this gives you the loan maximums, maximum loan amount. 
okay, whether down payments are required or not, so on and so forth. Okay, remember you're talking about a loan right now that is going to be a loan that is essentially can only go up by about a half a percent after you get it, right? So again, it's just another program that I think you need to be aware of knowledgeable about, find out so that you have some way of being able that when your client comes in uh, to buy a home, that this is one of the things that might possibly be on your checklist. Are you a veteran? Are you a CalVet? So on and so forth. Okay, the next thing that I want to show you is talking about these additional programs. Okay, this is something that's pretty much, I think, outside of the book here but I think it's important because we keep referring to the fact that such programs exist, or we talk about the fact that there might be some kind of down payment assistance through some program. So I wanted to give you an idea of where these programs are. What are we talking about? Okay. Again, I'm going to take you now this time to a place called the Home Loan Counseling Center in Sacramento. They are located on 2003 Howe Avenue, which is essentially on the corner of uh, Howe Avenue and, I believe, Cottage Way. They're on the downstairs. The, the Department of Real Estate, not Department, but the California Association of Realtors are upstairs. This office is downstairs. Okay? They've been in existence, as far as I know, for somewhere in the neighborhood of about 15 years. Their job is primarily, when you initially look at it, you think they're just in the business of educating consumers. But that's, not by own, the, that's by no stretch all the things that they do. One of the things that becomes important that I really want to emphasize is when I show you a couple of these programs that, for example, I'll show you a couple samples. One's Davis, one's Roseville. One of the requirements that you have to fulfill if you want to be able to use one of those programs is you have to attend the training by the Home Loan Counseling Center. The other thing that the Home Loan Counseling Center does a really good job of is that if you happen to be somebody that for whatever reason has had a credit problem in the past, and we all know that we have friends, maybe it might even be us, who have had these issues come up. You know, they got sick, they lost their job, they ran behind in their house payments or bill payments or car payments, whatever their, their current credit is not very good. They will help fix or work with you to correct that problem. So one of the things when you go there, you can make an appointment with a counselor. Also, for $20, because that's the fee they have to pay, but for $20, they will run a credit report that will check all three of the credit agencies, which is, um, uh, you know, like uh, Experian, Equifax, those um, credit agencies, trans, trans, I can't remember the other one, trans something. Anyway, all three of those, they'll check all three of those, and they'll get your credit report and your credit scores. Now, by the way, as a sidelight, you can always get your credit report free from those agencies. The only problem is they will not tell you what your score is. You have to pay for your score. But they will tell you what they have on file as far as what, what they're showing that you owe, whether you're currently making payments on time, all those kinds of things. So, for example, yesterday we had a lady come in from their center who's one of their uh, center representatives. Her name is uh, Nancy Rich. She told our internship class that, uh, that uh, one of the things that's really good about this is that if the Home Loan Counseling Center pulls your credit report, it does not affect your points because it's a nonprofit organization. 
And we all know how we hear those mysterious things. Oh, my goodness, I pulled my credit report and it knocked my score down. Okay, they do not. That doesn't happen. She also recommended, too, that once you got that report from them, that what you want to do is before, instead of running around and having every lender in town as you shop pull your credit report, have a copy of your credit report with you. And it's dated, and you can show people, so rather than having each individual lender pull it, which would either cost you money or have some effect on your credit report. Okay, But anyway, they will help and work with people to get them through that. A lot of the burden, though, on fixing your credit happens to be on the client. And typically what would end up happening is if you happen to have somebody that you felt was a really good candidate to buy a house, they needed to have a financing program, they could possibly qualify for this, and, and you know that they had to attend some classes, so your next step before you took them and started showing them a bunch of houses is to get that squared away. Find out how to make an appointment, attend the classes, get the counseling, and then what will happen is when they're done with that, they'll deliver that person back to you and say, okay, they've all, all been trained, all educated, everything is correct, now you can go forward on your transaction. Very, very important fact. So anyway, what I'm going to do is just show you a couple things here. This just talks about their home. This basically, uh, and there's two different ways you can get to this, by the way. They have some icons down the bottom. But I'm going to go through it uh, probably something, well, I'll go through the icons in this particular case. This is customer services that they provide. So if you want to know, uh, they'll talk about they do things like what is the home buying process, credit budgeting, home maintenance. These happen to be the classes they teach. There's three classes that they teach that are mandatorily required for these programs. And basically, uh, what they're looking at is the first is what is the home buy By the way, they also have orientations that are free. So you can go to an orientation to find out about the classes before you ever take them. So I'm going to go ahead and go through those. Let me see if I can get back to the classes uh, for a second here. Uh, I'll just go in, let me see, class schedule. Here, we. I think this will pull it up. Okay, yeah. This first class up here happens to be just the orientation. It does not cost the client any money at all. It just gives you the dates, where it happens to be. It gives you the time, tells you where it's going to be. Uh, by the way, uh, this happens to be in the Natoma Center. The other one is in the Sacramento Association of Realtors downstairs. It gives you the date and the time and the address. Okay, and basically what that is is just an overall orientation about what the program is about. In other words, it doesn't cost anything. The second uh, series of classes, course one, is going to be talking about shopping for home, shopping for a loan, that entire process. And they work very hard at making sure they're getting out into the community to provide these classes. Instead of you having to go to them, they come to you. And so, for example, they have, uh, they have classes that are in, um, in Roseville. They have them in Citrus Heights, Rancho Cordova, Sacramento, um, just different locations, okay? Uh, this, this, so that's the first class. The uh, second class is about credit, okay? And then I think somewhere in here the third one is about actually being a homeowner, you know, I mean, for those people that have maybe never in their entire life have owned a home, okay, have never, they in some cases don't know how to do some of the basic things that we understand how to do that maybe have had a home. For example, you know, where is the circuit breaker panel? 
You know, how do you turn the appropriate breaker off before you go and change the, uh, the bulb in the, in, in the ceiling? Or how do you uh, turn the water off or turn the gas off? Or how do you do some maintenance on your house? This is what we're talking about, getting people prepared. Because they will not be able, after they own a home, to call the landlord anymore and say, excuse me, could you come over and fix this? Because there is no landlord anymore. So it's to let people know how to do that. Okay. So anyway, I wanted you to know this is the central clearinghouse. I don't know any other way to explain it. place that ha all of those cities, all the cities or counties that have programs send flyers and information to them so that when clients come in, they know about the program. Okay. Uh, if you're interested in registering, you can do this online right here. Okay. And I believe the orientation, in fact, I know the orientation is free. The other class's total cost is like $60, and that's not for the course. It's for the printing materials, the materials, because there's books and stuff like that that they provide to you. Okay? So, in other words, this happens to be, um, so anyway, everything is here. You can register right here. Okay? So, anyway, now that we've got that out of the way, the next thing that I want to do is show you, if you will, a couple of the programs just so that you know the layout of how they look and how they operate or what kinds of information there is a lot of times basically the same. So anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to first go to a link I put in here for the city of Davis. Okay. So in the city of Davis, they have a program, and I'm going to give you sort of a snapshot of what's in here. This is called their First Time Buyer Program, and I'll read what that is in a minute. This shows you, in fact, I'm going to have to change the size of this so it looks a little bit better on the TV here. Let me see if I can do that. Um, let me see here if I can get that those amounts. What happened to the amounts? Okay, yeah, that's a little bit easier to read. Let's see. Yeah, okay. So anyway... Uh, this is what I'm going to do. The first thing is, is I'm going to read to you what the program is about so that you know what it is. For those of you that may be having a little bit difficult time seeing it, in fact, I may even attempt here to make it a little bit larger so that we're able to see it, and I'll read it. Okay, the city, and keep in mind that programs first down, help with down payment of first-time buyer programs work pretty much the same. They're working with some kind of grant money that they receive. But anyway, it says the city of Davis... Cal Home First Time Home Buyers Program is available to assist low-income households in purchasing a home in the city of Davis. The loan can be used to fill the gap between the amount of mortgage your household income can support and the price of the house being purchased. The city of Davis will provide you with a second mortgage of up to $80,000 depending on your household need. The lo this loan is silent. Okay, now you got to pay attention to this word silent. The loan is silent and would be repaid at the time the house is sold. Is sold. Interest on the loan will be based on a sharing of the unit's appreciation. In other words, how much the property has gone up. Okay, conceptually. So the property sharing of appreciation would be like I bought it for 100000 It's now worth 200000 Okay, amount of appreciation, how much it's grown. 
Okay, so re be, okay, this loan is silent and would be repaid at the time the house is sold. Interest on the loan will be based on sharing of the unit's appreciation calcula calculated using the percent of original price. <coughs> excuse me, paid for the Cal Home Loan. And let me scroll down here. Only primary loans underwritten by FHA, USDA, Rural Development, Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Cal Heffa will be accepted by this program. Ask your lender who will be underwriting your, loan, your primary loan. So in other words, if you're going to be the loan person out there helping people buy homes, then you need to know about this stuff. If you don't, you're going to be in big trouble. Okay. If you happen to be somebody that needs to know how to get a loan, this is a program you want to look into. Let me go down here for a minute. It says, in, or, in order to be eligible for this program, your household income must, must qualify as low-income household. Here are the current income limits to qualify as a low household income, and I'm going to change the size of the text so we can fit it on the screen right here. So up here is the household size. This means how many people live in the house. This is for one person, two people, three people, four people, or five people. This is your annual, your, uh, your annual gross income. If you have one person, you're living by yourself. Your, your limitation is $34,650. If you have two people living in the house, like a husband and wife, it's $39,600. If it's three people, like a husband and a wife and a child, it's 30, uh, let me see, it's $44,550. And it goes up from there, with the highest amount being $53,450, okay? And so they also look at, and when they look at that income, they're looking at the total household income. So what we're talking about is we may have, for example, where, uh, you know, two people work, and you may have where the husband works full-time, and maybe the wife has a small part-time job. Or it could be possibly where a husband and wife work and maybe um, their son or their daughter or somebody else has income. The point is, is you're looking at overall house income, and the program, by the way, is for low income. So we're not talking about people here that are making $100,000 or $200,000. We're talking about people that are low-income people okay, that need to buy or want to buy a home. Okay, after that, they give you the steps that are necessary for you to get into the home, and pretty much they all work kind of the same, by and large. First of all, uh, they, they do tell you that the, the maximum home loan purchase price for this program is $440,000, okay? Now, don't let that scare you in the sense that to think about the fact that Remember, you're going to be getting a home, but you're going to be getting assistance with this, this second. What they're essentially doing, what a silent second does, means it's silent, it doesn't say anything, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't ask you for any monthly payments. So if you have a silent second, for example, and make this math really simple for Pat Hogarty to understand here, if I have a $200,000 house that I want to buy, and I'm getting some down payment assistance, like, for example, $40,000. I'm just making these numbers up, or say $50,000 to make it easier. That means that my payments are not going to be based on the $200,000. They're going to be based on the $150,000. I'm not going to have to worry about considering making those payments on the second because it's silent for right now.
where I am going to have to make the payments or share is when I get ready to sell it. So 10, 15, 20, 30 years later and I sell it, at that point in time, I'm going to have to go ahead and share what I have earned, okay, as a result of that. Okay, so after this it tells you, okay, if you're interested in the program, please complete the attached program application and mail it to Cal Home Loan Program, City of Davis, and it gives you the address. If you would like to deliver the application personally, please bring it by. So in other words, step one, fill out the application. Step two, this is where the Home Loan Counseling Center comes in. It says the Sacramento Home Loan Counseling Center, HLCC, offers home buyer education classes approved by this program. The current schedule of classes is available at the HLCC website, where you may also register online. Course number one and, and either course number two or three plus a one-on-one -on -one session are required. Okay, so now you see where the Home Loan Counseling Center fits in. If you don't do the program, you don't get the money. Okay, they're tied back and forth. So that's why the Home Loan Counseling Center is getting, essentially, it's getting people that want to buy homes coming from all over the area. So people that want to buy homes in Davis, West Sacramento, Roseville, Citrus Heights, wherever, have to take this program and have a session. Okay? Um, Okay, home buyer, so that's home buyer. Requirements for the program, completion of the home buyer education once your name is taken off the waiting list, pre-qualification letter from your lender using an approved loan program as stated above, must be a first-time home buyer, displaced homemaker, or a single parent. And by the way, Nancy was telling us yesterday that what they consider you a first-time home buyer if you have not owned a home in the last three years. And people will go, well, how in the world would they know whether I owned a home or not? Well, what they're also going to ask you for is they're going to ask you for three years' worth of income tax statements. And on your income tax, if you have put down that you have been paying property taxes and deducted it or you've been paying home interest and deducted it, that means you've been a homeowner, okay? So keep in mind when we talk about first-time buyers, we're not talking about you buy once and never do it again. We're talking about you buy the house, maybe you've sold it, you've been a renter for a number of years, and now you're going to buy again. Okay. Um, next thing is, is that uh, unit being purchased must be clear, must clear pest inspection and meet size, uh, size needs for the household. Okay. And then here they give you, if you have any other further questions, this is where you go for the city of Davis. And uh, first-time home buyer, this is where I think they give you. It says first-time home buyer means an individual or individuals or an individual and his or her spouse who have not owned a home during the three-year period before the purchase of a home with su subsidy uh, assistance, except that the following individual or individuals may not be excluded from consideration as first-time home buyers under this definition. So they're giving you that. They're telling you what a displaced homemaker happens to be, okay, a displaced homemaker who, while a homemaker, owned a home with his or her spouse or resided in a home owned by a spouse, okay, a displaced homemaker is an adult who has not, within the preceding two years, worked on a full-time basis as a member of the labor force for a consecutive 12-month period. So anyway, they're going through and defining what these happen to be. So again, these programs pretty much work essentially the same. Uh, 
are kind of the guidelines. Not exactly the same, by no stretch of the imagination, but conceptually, this is the framework is there. I'm going to give you another link here in a second, and I'm going to show you that they have similar program in Roseville. And you may be saying, well, how did I find out about these programs? Well, one of the ways that I did it is I went to Google. I just went into Google and I said uh, things like first-time home buyer programs for the city of Roseville or first-time buyer programs or, or, or down payment assistance programs for the city of Davis. If you say, well, where else can I find out about it? Go to the Home Loan Counseling Center, contact them and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking about buying a house in Elk Grove or in Natomas or in downtown Sacramento. Can you tell me where I need to go? Can you help me out? Can you give me some direction? Okay, and they should be able to do that. I don't have the time to go over this, but what I will do is to show you. Uh, let me see. if uh, This is as large as I can get the text, by the way. This is the city of Roseville, okay? And in the city of Roseville, they have a program, which is called the First Time Home Buyer Program. If you compare the language, it looks pretty much the same. It gives you the income limitations, which are, I think, a little bit a little bit different than what they had for the city of Davis. Again, they go down here and they define what a first-time home buyer is or a displaced homemaker is, just like they did in the other program. Talk about family uh, and all that. So the programs pretty much sort of work the same way, okay? And I think this is very, very important uh, for you as a real estate professional to make sure that you are well-informed about all of these programs. Very, very important. Uh, so that when your client walks in, you will be able to counsel them appropriately. So anyway, let's uh, go back and finish this off. This particular chapter <clears throat> dealt, again, with uh, government loan programs. We talked about the uh, FHA program. Uh, we talked about a number of the different programs that were in FHA. We talked about the FHA 203B program, which happens to be a 30-year fixed-rate program. I also mentioned to you that the uh, FHA has programs that will help people that want to buy a house that may need some repair on the house, and what they want to do is borrow all the money that they need to make the repairs before, the, you know, before they actually take title to it. And that when you do that, you're going to have to work with um, and, uh, somebody that's going to assist you in that, somebody that the FHA knows that you're going to be putting together a budget about what it's going to cost for you to get things done, work. You're going to be working with a contractor. You're going to be submitting that budget. And the whole idea is that you're going to be borrowing money to do those repairs. They're not going to be giving you all that money at one time. They're going to be giving it to you as the repair work happens to be done. So that was another program. Remember that the FHA also has a program for things such as reverse mortgages, which is becoming very, actually it's a little bit scary to me, but it's becoming very, very popular now, especially with people that are in the, what we call the baby boom era. What's happening is people are finding out that they're house rich but income poor. In that particular case, they can be somebody that maybe has worked in a lot of different jobs over their life and never worked any place long enough to get a decent retirement, and they're faced with, you know, basically getting Social Security, which is not quite enough. And, oh, by the way, it's not only people that have moved around, but I've known people, for example, that are teachers that have taught for parochial schools, 
and uh, have worked there. I know one teacher in one case that has worked at one school district for almost 40 years, and when she got ready to retire, her whole, whole entire, entire retirement consisted of about $240. So it was that plus Social Security is what she was using. For, thank goodness she had put away money. Um, but you can find people that will need additional income or need some relief from paying the house or reverse mortgage may be something, and, and, and FHA has those. Uh, they also have a graduated payment, uh, mortgage payment program. So uh, they also have adjustable rate programs. So, And by the way, remember, FHA is available to anybody. Okay, It's not limited that you're a veteran or anything else. Anybody that is legally allowed to be in the United States can apply for an FHA program. And again, the reason why it happens to be popular or could be popular is because of the fact that we can get in with a small amount of money down. Also consider the fact that there may be a possibility that you might have clients that may work with that program and possibly one of these other programs we talked about that are assisting people through things like uh, the Davis program or the Roseville program or something the Home Loan Counseling Center can help you with. The second thing is, remember, we talked about the Veterans Administration program, VA program. That happens to be a program that's available, again, for all vets that have been in the service that typically are usually honorably discharged. There are a certain period of time that they have to be have been in the service. Uh, if we remember correctly, if it's during a wartime, it's 90 days. If it's during a, what's considered to be a peacetime, it's usually 181 days. I think the critical thing to keep in mind there, too, is that even people that have not been in totally in the military for their entire career. In other words, they've maybe gotten into it as a reservist or a guards person, that now because they've been probably over to Iraq uh, or Afghanistan uh, fighting a war, they're very well uh, now eligible for those programs. I knew somebody when I worked at McClellan that had been in the reserve for years and years and years, and when he went during the Gulf War, all of a sudden he, because he had served during that period of time, it was called to duty, he had acquired a whole bunch of uh, benefits that he hadn't had before. The, la the next thing is, remember, uh, we talked about the CalVet program. Again, another program that can help veterans uh, get their first home. Remember that if you're going to be using the CalVet program, you cannot refinance into the ha program. You have to use it to buy your original house. Okay, And remember, they have that information on their website. And then finally, to put all of the programs together, we also have the Home Loan Counseling Center, which can assist people through other special programs and providing things with help for first-time buyers and having help for down payment assistance. All this stuff is really important for you to know as a real estate professional, uh, very, very important. With that, I want to thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you back here the next time. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.